Welcome to Corner of the Galaxy, the show that talks 100% LA Galaxy soccer. We're glad you could join us. Now it's time to sit back and relax as your hosts navigate through the twisting, turning, but never boring world of the five-time MLS Cup champion, LA Galaxy. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Corner of the Galaxy on cornerofthegalaxy.com. Coming to you live from Corner of the Galaxy Studios on Wednesday night. I know it's weird. Wednesday, April 3rd, ahead of the LA Galaxy's Friday game against the Vancouver Whitecaps. That's why we're doing it on Wednesday, not Thursday. So that makes a whole bunch of sense. A little bit more time to digest what you are about to hear. We have a whole bunch of stuff to get to. Uh, LA Galaxy make a roster move. We're going to talk about that. And of course, uh, a whole bunch of other LA Galaxy news, including some fun facts that we dug up. A little EMLS, maybe. And uh, we'll finish it off by, of course, getting you through injuries and getting you ready for the Vancouver Whitecaps on Friday. So a bunch to get to. To help me do that, of course, is the man, the myth, the legend, the one and only Mr. Eric, the Portuguese hammer, Vieira. How's it going, buddy? It's going all right. That was a, a dramatic, dramatic entrance. It was It was really, it was more about me just stalling, yeah, stalling than anything else. Yeah, stalling the camera's going. Is the camera on me now? The camera's on you. Okay, because, you know, yeah. I know, I know it's been a rough week, so I just want to look directly into the camera. Yes. Look at this face. Yes. Download it. Yes. I, I am not Kevin Baxter. <laughs> I am not Kevin Baxter. I'm the other guy. So when you see me at the diggity and you say, hey, that's the guy from Corner of the Galaxy, which I do hear uh, on occasion, I'm the other guy. Okay, you're, so, you're just the, make that clear. You're the other guy. It's out of the way. It's done. We're moving on. You're not Larry Morgan, not on Twitter. <laughs> you're not the panda. Yeah. You are indeed the hammer. The hammer. The, the other ham- guy. The hammer, indeed. All right. Yeah. Well, good. Well, glad you're here. I'm, I'm glad to be here. You know, miss a couple weeks, but it's always good to get back in the saddle. Off, you know, a little off schedule, but I think that's a good thing. Given the Friday game, it's fair. We need we need a couple days to, to prepare for this Friday game. Yeah, it, it seems that way. Um, the LA Galaxy, of course, will face off against the Vancouver Whitecaps on Friday, April 5th, the 7 p.m. Pacific time kickoff time. Uh, Spectrum Sportsnet and uh, I imagine Spectrum Deportes, although it's not listed in God, I would never <laughs> pretend to know anything that Spectrum is trying to do right now. because say, You're saying Spectrum's not a reliable source. I'm saying that's, uh, yeah, that's exactly yeah, <laughs> not a reliable source for a lot of things. Uh, I love their broadcast. I love Joe Titino. I love Kobe Jones. Uh, but the nosedive that has uh, that has taken over that particular organization here, and I-, I want you to know, I am efforting, as they say, efforting to find out why, in God's name, the LA Galaxy games that are on Spectrum cannot be replayed anywhere. Right now, I've been told that you know, hey, if you go to the Spectrum's app, you can replay the games there. That's not true. I already tried that, so that's not happening. If you go on ESPN Plus, where all of the games are supposed to be, and after a certain amount of time, the blackout should be lifted after about 48 hours, and you should be able to watch. If you go to the Minnesota game, click on it, blackout. You're not allowed to watch it. And again, you said Minnesota, not Portland. Not Portland. So we're talking two Port- weeks old, yeah. Portland game's up there. Why? Because ESPN. ESPN, yeah. exactly. So the Portland game is up there. Um, so yeah, so I have asked um, and now we are going to hopefully get some answers from Spectrum themselves. So uh, I will I will tell you whenever it happens. I told uh, I told some other people I go I, I think I might start an article called uh, this is uh, called uh, Spectrum how Spectrum is screwing the LA Galaxy fans. I think that's sort of where I'm I'm starting <laughs> to lean with it because that's how it feels. Yeah, you should be able to see replays. Whenever it was MLS Live, it used to be 48 yeah. hours, and then it would lift the blackout, and you could watch it. It seems reasonable. I mean, obviously, you know, the, the game's recorded. Something happens, and if they're able to play uh, a condensed replay, I knew that they, they do that you on can occasion. Do that. You can still, so you can if, still do that. If, if you go to the app, you can find the 20-minute game, exactly. but I don't want to watch a 20-minute exactly. game. So if the fact that someone cut that down, the, the footage exists of the, of the full 90, just throw that on there. It seems like it's not a difficult task, but given uh, the history and just for those of you who follow the Dodgers, uh, just know all the headaches that Spectrum is giving uh, Dodgers fans, and it seems to be doing the same uh, with the LA Galaxy. So it just seems like that's a 
company not going in the right direction in terms of uh, they're, they're hemorrhaging the, money. In, let's let's yeah, be fair. In terms of their plan, you know, probably in in five years that might not be something a company we're talking about. But for right now, they have contracts. They have to pay the galaxy, and the galaxy is not going to turn away the money that Spectrum is paying them because uh, why would you? Now, you know, who, I, who else is going to come in and back up the Brinks truck uh, to show their games? It's that, just not happening. That's sort of the thing. It's like it's a horrible deal in terms of fans and trying yeah. to watch it, but it's still a really good so deal for the galaxy. It's a great deal for us. Yeah, <laughs> let that money keep flowing in. Uh, 5.5, I think 5.5 million dollars a year or 5.1 and it was over, I don't yeah, remember, whatever. Sounds right. But I, I've told you before that Major League Soccer has basically gone out and said, hey, no more local broadcast past 2021, which is yeah. when the new television deal would be up. And so there's a possibility that MLS and please God, I'm praying. Yeah, something's coming down the pipeline. I, I'm praying that what happens is MLS goes and takes all the TV rights for every team puts them all together in one package and then sells them to ESPN plus and you can watch every game on ESPN yeah. plus without blackouts. And I think that's the direction where TV is going right now because um, right now CBS has a over the top app, which, you know, in order to watch the new twilight zone with Jordan Peele, you have to get the special app. It's like, this is CBS, a regular right. channel. Right. And they want to charge five ninety nine a month. So it just seems like whatever channel you want, that's there's going to be a monthly fee and it's just going to be completely a la, a la carte moving forward. So my favorite thing ever was uh, somebody said, Hey, we always wanted a la carte. We just didn't know there would be so many la cartes. <laughs> yeah. All right. So yeah, we didn't realize how expensive each channel was actually going to be. Yeah. Disney plus ESPN. Yeah, Disney's plus. the one that's going to kill. It's going to kill me Netflix. personally. Yeah. yeah, I know Disney. Yeah. I, I've already told I, it's happening. It's happening. I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to do that anyway. Yeah, if you have kids, you got to do it. All right. Or Enough. if you don't, I don't understand. <laughs> or if you're Josh. Yeah, that's right. Uh, just a reminder, head on over to the Corner of the Galaxy store uh, where you can get coaster stickers, button scarves, and T-shirts all right there. Cornerofthegalaxy.com. Click on that shop. Uh, again, price reduction on the scarves. $20 gets you a scarf right now, 20 plus shipping. Uh, I ship them pretty fast, so make sure you do that. All right. Uh, I I would like to point out, and I, I pointed this out on, uh, on Monday's show, but I need to point it out again. Um, that uh, I played soccer uh, with the <laughs> LA Riot Squad and, and Angel City Brigade. They had a pickup game, and I went. Now, the reason that I went was because Eric... I called you out. Yes. You yeah, were, that was my fault. Yeah, you were like, hey... Yeah. Uh, and then I bailed on and, then, and then you bailed. <laughs> and I, was like, I was like, dude, what, what is it? Yeah. You know, that's what it is. But anyway, I went. Um, I injured myself in many different ways, uh, in ways I didn't know were possible, quite honestly, after <laughs> I think I'm in pretty good shape. I, apparently not to actually run. Yeah. I'm just in a small in a small area, I'm in good shape. Otherwise, otherwise I'm, I, apparently I'm in bad shape. You know what it is? I think it was the turf. It was, oh, of course it was the turf. That's what <laughs> it was. Um, so anyway, so I did that, and then uh, I, 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 I said it on the Monday show, but I'm saying it again right now. Um, I I am I I'm, I think that was it. I think that was the last run out. You're officially retiring. I'm, is this the corner of the galaxy press conference? Yeah, Josh Gessman retirement. Um, this conference? is. I would like to thank all the people um, <laughs> who really inspired me to uh, to go and blah blah blah, all that other stuff. Yeah, uh, I I'm dude. I'm old. Zlatan was yeah. saying it today, by the way. He <laughs> said that once you get over thirty, this pain just sort of yeah. moves around to different areas. Injuries. He did. It's like I didn't know that muscle can ache. Yeah, yeah I totally understand. And just. So people don't think I left you totally. In no, the no, 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 no. Yeah. I want I want people yeah. to think that you were you were you were not nice to me. Yeah, uh, that's so, what I would like. You know, just so everyone knows, uh, I had a grandmother death in the family, and grandmother passed away, ninety six years old. You know, great life, Maria Stiv. So shout out to her. You know, unfortunately, I had to be with the family. Had a lot of things going on, but thank you to, for all of you who sent the warm wishes on Twitter. And it's kind of a weird community we have here, but it's nice to get the the warm wishes every once in a while. So I appreciate appreciate the love, and I'll be out at the next next supporters game. I'll be there. Well, what uh, you also got some more love too, right? I did. Let me. I'll I'll make sure that you, that everybody. And you need to tell. Say, this, obviously, this is the, 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 this the, is the half of the, the half of the podcast, or the third of the podcast, where we get to share all our love stories here. So shout out to listener Carmen yep. who picked this up at the equipment sale. Again, I wasn't able to be at the game, but they had the equipment sale. And of course the Juan Pedro locker 
locker placard. Yeah. Is that what this is called? Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's a pl- locker placard. <laughs> so, so, you know, just the fact that someone thought, you know, with all my joie love that I give, and it is his birthday today, so thank you for rescheduling the podcast to happen <laughs> on his birthday. Yes, of course. That's what you said. You said, <laughs> we need to have a podcast on Wednesday. Because so, it's so your Again, own. very cool. So, yeah. I, I mean, Carmen and, and Priya, I know they're, they're loyal listeners. Yes. And, you know, they, they come to the, the hangout, so I appreciate uh, appreciate the gift. Yeah, very, and you even cool. got you've got special delivery on that. I too. did, and again, shout out to Thomas. Yeah, Thomas who, who works at my district and did a home delivery there uh, to the office. Yeah, so it, very cool. Yeah, Thomas is coming rolling with me. By the way, he uh, said that yeah, I should get you to go too. Yeah, not happening. Yeah, I think I think the three of us <laughs> should should go rowing. He's my he's my friend. Uh, he's my friend. I have to bring a friend this month in order to <laughs> so get a bingo he's now square. Your friend, yeah. But yeah, so he's now my friend. All right. Uh, All good. Thank so, you, everyone. So the LA Galaxy now um, actually busy today, which is kind of interesting. Um, there was at least a move. I wouldn't say that they're busy. Uh, we all know about Giancarlo Gonzalez. We all know that uh, it still seems likely. Uh, Baxter was reporting today that there's still progress. There could be news soon. So we're still on that Giancarlo Gonzalez thing. We also knew that if they got Gonzalez, that they would be using their last international slot. But we had theorized that if they really needed to, they could probably loan uh, Didi Traore down and then you get the international slot back Um, and so the Galaxy still had two. Well, the Galaxy went and did something that (laughs) quite honestly I wasn't expecting them to do. Um, But what they did is they went out and actually acquired another international slot today from New York City FC, uh, paid $100,000 in jam and $75,000 in TAM. Uh, The Galaxy now have 10 international slots. Each team gets eight. You're allowed to trade off and and do whatever you want with them. Um, But it's only good for that year. So right now the Galaxy have 10 international slots. There are two slots open. We're assuming... Giancarlo Gonzalez is going to be one of those and then that leaves another one yeah. and that has everybody sort of spinning and speculating. Yeah, so are they going to loan down Triore or is this a second person that's coming in? So that's kind of the interesting thing. Uh, you know, it's this is a wait and see. So we know news came out, you know, Gam and Tam. Yes, uh, we're Jam and Tam. <laughs> mm-hmm. So uh, when that move happens, okay, well maybe Giancarlo's coming and maybe you keep the defender, but if, if tr- they're both defenders, so it still seems likely like you could loan down Triari and then you bring, uh, you know, maybe another international in. So that's kind of the tricky thing. Uh, we don't know what's actually happening until those deals, they start announcing. But this is where the deals falling in place. Once you start seeing these things happening, the dominoes start to fall. And so that's one of the things this is now, it's an eye opener. We know we'll be on alert and then just keep your eyes open. Something's going to happen here. Well, hopefully. I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, that's, that's sort of, you would expect that they didn't spend $175,000 in allocation money did not do anything with this. Yeah. Unless, unless we read this totally incorrectly and it's international roster slot is the guy's name. Yeah, they could does, be. Does he play center back? Does he play up front? You know, is where do we, where do we put old slotty? Someone, someone slot. said, called him slotty in the, in the, in the comments when I posted my, uh, Welcome international slot earlier today. Yeah. So um, maybe we read it wrong. Yeah, I, I don't think so. Do we need um, trouble reading? Do we have trouble reading things I, around here? I know I do. <laughs> um, I seem to have lots of trouble reading things lately. Uh, anyway, so uh, the Galaxy go in and uh, and they look at uh, Giancarlo Gonzalez. We still think that's happening, so that's one. So the question is, what happens with the other one? That really is, you know, a question. I'll be honest. Uh, we don't know. There certainly have been no plausible rumors that I think would fit this spot whatsoever, Eric. I mean, you know, I've seen names being listed, and we're certainly going to talk about some and, and and look at it. But from in my mind, the guy you're going after, and I think I, I differ a little bit from some other people, I don't think you're trying to replace, like, Ola Kamara here. That doesn't mm-hmm. make any sense to me. Um, this isn't this isn't one of those things where you sit there and go, oh, what they need is another Ola Kamara. They don't need another Ola Kamara, mm-hmm. especially in the formation that they're playing in. What they do need, though, is a backup to Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Now, you know, does that mean that you're spending yeah. $1.5 million on a backup? No, I don't think you do. I think this is a lower-cost guy, but I do think you need to bring somebody in 
in that role, the guy you tell him specifically, dude, you are coming in to back up Zlatan Ibrahimovic. If he goes down, we may need you. Or you know what the Galaxy can also do is shift around the lineup. We saw up against yeah. Minnesota. So there's, there's a shift there, but they need another yeah. striker. But therein lies the rub. Because if you're bringing someone who's going to be the backup, and I know we got questions and I don't know if we're going to get to that, is are you going to pay someone $1.5 million or up to $1.5 million to be a backup and say you're just supposed to be waiting and if something happens a lot of time, we're plugging you in or in off games or in a short week. I mean, is someone, is that, you're going to get a high caliber player who's going to be a bench player and that's really the rub because I, a name that just got thrown out there and again, no, this just pure speculation because he'll be out of contract in the summer. Someone like a Bobby Wood. So you can say Bobby Wood is like a, a poor man's lot yeah, but, I mean, then but, but then yeah, you don't need be, the international. Slot. Yeah, you don't need the international side. So that doesn't make sense. You know, Vanderweel was someone that they were talking about, but he's a defender. And so you think, well, are they going to bring in two defenders? So that just seems like an odd move as well. So it, it just, we'll wait and see. You know, it used to be, hey, let's get a real number 10 in here. But it seems like the triumvirate of legit Corona and Dos Santos, that seems to be working. So we don't need anything there. And if you do get another forward, what's happening to Antuna and Allison Drini? What do you do with those guys? Because one of those are going to have to sit. Uh, if you move the other pieces around. Yeah, this is, to me, what I'm looking at is, it, it, this is, if if I'm Dennis DeClosa, and I don't know this is how he's thinking, he could be looking for another defender. Yeah. There's defender rumors out there. They're just bad defender rumors. They're just, they're, they don't make any sense to me. Um, if you're, again, we're assuming Gonzalez comes in. If Gonzalez doesn't come in, now the other rumors might <laughs> then be. Then everything's yeah, out the window. Then, then I have no idea. They did but, a whole bunch of Gonzalez prep. When he finally <laughs> signs, I'm ready to talk about you, it. You're ready. I'm good to go. Let's do it. <laughs> Um, but you know, if he come when he comes in, and I'm going to say when, when he comes in, um, he does. You know, he he fills that role that apparently the Galaxy think they need right now. Although the best defender through now four games has been Dan Stairs, but hey, whatever. Yeah, that's that's really the bummer about this move, and it seems like it's imminent. Right, is Dan Stairs, who's done absolutely nothing wrong, having a solid f- first five games, and he he see, appears to be the one who might be on the outs. But at the same time, again, because I've done my research on Gonzalez, he's had seven appearances in the last 21 games on the bench, not really full fitness. So if you look at someone like Polenta as the cautionary tale, who's going to take some games to get his feet under him, you would assume Gonzalez would need the same thing. So it might not be a good idea to, you know, replace him straight up for Dan Stairs, who's, you know, he's in form, he's playing well. Uh, so, so it seems odd because then you're bringing in an expensive backup. Yeah, it, 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 it you do sort of yeah. go into that. And that's, that's another thing. I mean, I get the Gonzalez move. I don't. I don't necessarily. I like American defenders. I always have. So yeah. it's like it's that that soft spot that you're sitting there going, "Hey, you know, hold the thing." Well, I mean, you yeah, know, accumulating and bring- talent. I mean, there's nothing wrong with accumulating right. talent. It's just it's just tough. It's a tough. Well, job. here here's the other crazy thing too. Is okay. So Dan Stairs doesn't start if Giancarlo Gonzalez comes in. Let's let's assume that's correct for a second. Okay. okay? So then Stairs goes to the bench. He probably doesn't yeah. go to the bench though. Because Romney can fill more positions, so he's a better bench player. So Steris doesn't make the eighteen now. Oh, that's weird. Is okay, it, okay. Do you like? Do you see do you, what happens? Do you put when, a center back as one of your one of your five subs? Yeah, he's, he's going to be a center back, yeah. and okay. you, you only have a center back. And if you're Romney, you have a center back, a left back, and a right back. Oh, and, that's cruel. Isn't that's it? cruel. So it's, not only do you just gonna, not only do nothing him, wrong, he's going to be playing for G two in two weeks. That's not fair. <laughs> he doesn't deserve that. Dan Stairs deserves better than you know. That. Do they go out and trade him then? Ugh. You know, is it one of those? And it's like ah, he deserves you, better than that. I just finished saying that. Okay, no, but I understand what you're saying. Yeah, this is he's the way he's playing. He's playing so well he's now a tradable asset he is so that's 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 facts that's true and so yeah so anyway okay so you come in okay so let's let's pretend Giancarlo Gonzalez comes in now you go out and you get somebody I mean 
We all know that, Om- that Omar, I was going to say Omar Gonzalez. <laughs> Too many Gonzalez. Too many the Gonzalez's. And I wasn't even trying to use a Gonzalez this time. <laughs> uh, we all know that Zlatan Ibrahimovic is on a one-year contract. Do you sign him for the next year? Because that sort of gets brought into this because yeah. people are, are rightfully saying, how about you come in and you sign a guy for yeah. $1.5 million like you did to Zlatan and the yes. next year you give him a designated yeah. player? Oh, man. <laughs> and you think of someone you know who may have connections to Boca Juniors, someone who's on the Zlatan deal. We've seen that rumor and a player who's been rumored with the Galaxy before. Someone like a Benedetto, that'd be ideal. And then Zlatan, you say, thank you for the service. You can go back to Malmo, retire after next season. Thank you, sir. Call him. We appreciate it. And, and then he's the next guy and, up. And then Benedetto is yeah. there and stuff like that. I mean, that's, But is he willing to come for that's a, half a season? It's and, like a possibility, yeah. but I don't feel confident in no. saying that he that's seems anything. seems way too expensive for... That, that's yeah. where it's sort of get. I feel like this signing is going to be a 750-day, $150,000 signing. I yeah. don't feel like it's a full $1.5 yes. And the Galaxy have been sending some of that Tam Jam that they've had um, on other things like acquiring international slots. And they if they get... Acquiring in go- sl- roster slots. Lo- yeah. Roster slots. Mm-hmm. And they're going to have to move up in the allocation order, mm-hmm. which we know. So, I mean, there's money that's being spent here. Um, so, it's it's... Again, you have to look at these different things and say, okay, so what makes sense? To me... You don't mess with what the LA Galaxy... We, <laughs> all last year, we were sitting here and we're saying that Ola Kamara doesn't fit into that system, but he made himself fit yeah. into it. And he played yeah. really well. And hats off to him. That's awesome, right? That's what he did. Um, so why would you go out and get another guy yeah. who, who you're going to start in the same system? So again, it doesn't seem likely you're going to do yeah. that. So you're getting a replacement. Yep. So what kind of replacement do you want to get? <laughs> and and with Tecosa at the wheel and with GBS you assume that anyone they bring in from this point forward is going to be someone who suits their style. They're not going to go out and spin an international slot and look for someone who doesn't mesh with that coaching style. So it just doesn't make sense. So maybe it is, you know, someone with a winger knowing that, you know, Antuna's on loan and maybe he he goes back or, or goes to a, somewhere else, you know, after this season. So you bring someone else for the future who you can lock down. So who knows? And that, that's the beauty of it is well, you're, if, if you're, we know, we'd say it. You're but, supposed to know. You're on the yeah, show. Exactly. <laughs> I, I have to feel, though, because there's certainly questions, Eric, going back and forth about whether or not the Galaxy are going you know, to use this on defense or midfield or, or strike. It, it, they, t- in my mind, there's no way it's anything but a striker. Yeah. Is that, yes? It would ha- well, it'd have to be because it, we saw what happens with the back. If your backup plan is Antuna as the, I guess, the false nine, as I guess what we would call it, if that's your backup plan, then okay you can wiggle other pieces around there. But if you want a one-for-one like, Antuna and Zlatan are not one-for-one likes. That's not a, a clean swap. So you would think you would need another attacker, another uh, a forward option, a, a striker. That's That seems to be what they're in the market for, a defender and a striker. A defender and a striker. However that ends up happening. It doesn't seem seemed, like a midfielder is in the mix. Well, they have a zillion midfielders. Technically, they have a bazillion defenders, but <laughs> hey. Bazillion is, is not a number, Joshua. It feels like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it feels right. like one. All right, I'll be careful. All right. Uh, anyway, so that, no, you look at that, and, and you know, this, another question people have been asking, you know, did the Galaxy pay too much in this? $175,000 in allocation money. I, I'll tell you this, and people, I was, I was yeah. sort of going through Reddit, I and I was looking through different things, and I was trying to see sort of what the arguments would be for and against, and it seems like international slots are getting more expensive. Yes. Um, and the reason they're probably getting more expensive is that visas seem like they're getting harder to acquire. And if they're harder to acquire uh, in the current state uh, yeah. of the current climate <laughs> uh, in the United States, Man, if they're harder, then the international slots are worth more. Yes, because the hoops that you're going to need to jump through in order to make it work, yes, that does make it more difficult. And so you also mentioned something about other teams have access to how much uh, Jam and Tam the Galaxy have. So... 
they they see your cards. So when when the other teams see your cards, isn't that kind of crazy? Yeah, that they they're gonna know. Well, no, I know you got a little bit extra let, in the piggy bank there. Let's crack it open. Let, Let's, let me give expl- me a little bit more. Yeah, let me explain that a little bit. Uh, I was talking to uh, somebody close to the galaxy um, last year. Uh, and we were having a discussion about a wide ranging topics and this person dropped in that, that and I think I've said it on the podcast yeah, but before. How is, how is Pete buying us? <laughs> yeah. Is he doing well? Yeah, Pete would never talk to me. So <laughs> they, we all, we all know that's not true. Um, but no, this person dropped in there like, well, you know, we can see other people's allocation money. I said, what? <laughs> I go, I always thought that was sort of like a closely guarded secret. So that way you could sit there and say, oh, well, like you don't know how much money I have. So you can't come here and demand all my yeah. money. Cause if you know how much they have, then you're like, oh, well, we know you have all this money. Um, but there is a list and it periodically gets updated and it gets sent around and the teams then get to see how much like general allocation money you have. Yeah, and that's the, crazy. And the argument for that was that it was better that way because then you got to know who you could realistically deal with. Like you yeah. would say like, oh, Orlando wants to get this guy. And it's like Orlando has a dollar fifty yeah, in we're not general gonna... allocation money. <laughs> I don't even want to talk. Yeah. I'm not going to pick up the phone. Goodbye. Send, send to voicemail. Yeah, exactly. You know, the the, uh, the the lions over there, they're 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 a mess right now. They have been a mess. They're they a little bit not, better with, with they Nani. Have Nani. Yeah, I know, yeah. I know. Okay. I'm telling you, Portuguese players, they make all the difference. Yes, that's it. <laughs> that's exactly they that's fix what, everything. That's, that's what the galaxy need. <laughs> another one of those. Another one point five million transfer for a, a Portuguese player. I'm not going to speak yellow draw today. Not on his birthday. Yeah, exactly. Madam Serrano, by the way, is in our chat room, uh, points out a great, great, great point. So he and he says, so everyone knows what jam tam you get, but injury reports are yeah. a big no, no. Oh, MLS. Yeah. I How I love say, the- is this uh, is this jam and tam? Is this as reliable as the salary? Yeah, exactly. We, technically, we know those numbers, but we don't been really. Told, we've we- been told that those aren't. That's not Th- an accurate. Those aren't accurate. Yeah, those aren't correct. Those aren't correct. That's not how this works. <laughs> All right. So So who knows? Uh, yeah, ha- however it goes. Yeah. I love that. You come to the Galaxy podcast to get some some facts and we we hit you with a who knows. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, but still. Uh Cody somebody it's John John Cena who's also in our chat room. I'm sure it's the real one. Um John Cena DuPont says uh get Cody Bellinger and Corey Seager. So there's a there's just <laughs> that'll just, fix just, everything. That'll fix everything. I think That's with the spectrum need. deal there's there's got to be a clause in the spectrum deal that we get to borrow them. Bale Kane uh, oh, have also been I, been put in there. The, the all fantasy uh, Sa- galaxy team. Samuel Samuel you remember Samuel, <laughs> right? We can go back to the Samuel. Brazilians and, and bring in the uh Welton the is Welton still available? Yeah, yeah. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. Uh the current International roster slots, by the way. Ramon Alessandrini, Ariel Antuna, Jonathan Dos Santos, Rolf Felcher, Zlatan Ibrahimovic, Diego Polenta, Jorgen Shelvik. Although everybody calls him Spellcheck and it cracks me up. Did you know is, this? It, on the broadcast, they call him Skielvik. I've heard it. I've heard Skelvik, it. Yeah, Skielvik. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. My Norwegian isn't great. Whenever he first came, I was told it was yeah. Shelvik, and we're we're just rolling with that. I'm going to go with Skelvik. I'm going to mix it up. Yeah, why not? I'm going to yeah, use Joe Tatino as my barometer. And then number eight uh, there in the terms of international roster slots is uh, Didi Traore, who we mentioned. Yes. So nine and ten are currently unfilled. So that's where we are, um, and that's that's where we have to go with that. All right. I don't know. That, oh, that, by the way, everybody who wants to know, there are no credible names out yeah. there that we think are, are anywhere near. I mean, so here are the rumors. Let's go over the rumors okay. real quick, okay? So that way we can just get those out of the way, quite honestly, because there's only two. Um, rumor is that uh, defender Giancarlo Gonzalez is coming to the LA Galaxy. Which okay? we know it's that seems to be a very, you know, all signs point to yes yeah. type of target. Panda said uh, uh, that the LA Galaxy told him today that the team continues to make progress in the Gonzalez deal and could yeah. have news soon. So there it is. Uh, we know that there's still allocation stuff, a whole bunch of mess. It's messy. Yeah. And somebody, somebody We're came. getting messy? Yeah, you're messy. That guy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, somebody on Twitter today said 
Uh, now I don't remember what they said. You, oh, you, good. You, 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 I side, messed you it up. Sidetracked. I messed it up. You just That's screwed everything fault. up. I'm trying to remember exactly what it was. It was it was something good. It was something good. Oh, got it. We're okay. back. We're back on track. And we're back. Uh, we'll just edit that part out. It'll be perfect. <laughs> um, no, it, it, somebody on Twitter said today is like, out of all the defenders in the world, we had to get one who was on allocation and like make this all a thing. And like, and I'm like, yeah. I go, but it's probably a deal for two or three years. Yeah. He's 31 years old, I yes. think. So if you get him until he's 34, that's a pretty good deal. It's not a bad deal. And it's and it's also the reason he's on the allocation list, he's familiar with the league, familiar with the country. And so that's and, probably the type of guy you want. And he played so well at Columbus and then went off and played so well yeah. at the World Cup that this is why he went off and did stuff. So this guy is good. Yeah, yeah he's, he's, he's played, good. you know, all of Costa Rica's World Cup matches in the, in the 2018 World Cup. So obviously there, there's experience and there's talent there. So that's the one. The other one we've already mentioned as well um, earlier in the week, uh, Gregory Vanderweil um, to the LA Galaxy. This is the one. Um, this is the guy who apparently had a dust-up with the Toronto front office. Saying. He he apparently has had dust-ups in other places too. Yeah. I think him and Zlatan actually had some beef. Uh, PSG s- maybe. Yeah. Uh, guys with character issues and uh, interesting backstories, that always makes you a little iffy. Uh, but again... Because of uh, the professional foul, I'm now following him and his and his wife on, uh, is, on Instagram. His girlfriend, I think it's his girlfriend. His girlfriend. Yeah. Sorry, excuse me. Belgian, his Belgian <laughs> girlfriend. They are. They anyway, are... I'm following both of them. They're in Los Angeles. They're taking Pilates classes. Why is he here? Yeah. So again, you don't come here for nothing if you're a professional soccer player. Uh, maybe you do. Maybe, maybe, maybe okay. If people want to meet, live in LA. If you read That's... her post, it says, we've always talked about moving to LA one day and uh, we would picture ourselves in the Hollywood Hills house with kids and growing old together. This was our goal all along and we are finally able to live this dream of ours with our little family. Hello, city of angels. Perfect. So the rumors <laughs> have him linked both to LAFC yeah. and the LA Galaxy because... There's no He's rumor. here. He, he might as well work somewhere. I guess. I don't know. This guy, <laughs> I mean, so here's the deal. And, and we sort of went over it on Monday a little bit. Like if you're, if you're looking at, at Bob Bradley and like his style over at LAFC, this guy being a loose cannon doesn't fit in with Bob Bradley. Bob Bradley's not no, a loose cannon guy. No nonsense type of guy. Yeah. This is more, but Guillermo is a projects guy. Yeah. He is a guy who could be like, he'll take a guy with some fire. Yeah. You know, Valde Cantos, Zlatan. These are all guys with personalities and they've got some, some feisty. Even uh, Dennis Tecloso, when he described Polenta, he said he's feisty. I think that's, that fits the profile of, of what you want on this team. You want a feisty, hungry, angry, a little bit of an edge. I think that's something that's, that's the type of player I like watching so, until it goes wrong. Until so, it goes really wrong. So then you would get, Vanderweil, who's a right back, and that would send Felcher to not the bench because I, I yeah, he would. No, yeah. he would go to the bench because uh, Julian Araujo currently on the bench. So then Julian Araujo gets bumped back down to LA Galaxy two, basically. Yeah. So that's that would be the which, fallout from that. Which you traded a spot to make sure he was, you know, he's not a homegrown anymore. So that seems like an odd move too. Why would you make that move and then you're going to bump him right back down to Galaxy two? He is young. Yeah. He is young. Yeah. So, but, so it's not horrible, but yeah, yeah it, I mean, so that it just, but this one doesn't make any sense. I'm, I'm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Star wise, one star. Yes. One star. Oh, the G- tr- rumor tracker's G- back. Giancarlo, five Gonzalez, stars. Five stars. Still at five. Still stars. at five stars. Everybody was like, oh, he said he's not coming. Move it. It's probably, <laughs> we probably want to pull back the stars. No. Yeah. No, he I said, don't. He, he said he's going back, back to, to Italy. Yeah. He, he didn't say he's, he's not coming, he's not to, coming to LA. To yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. So everything still <laughs> seems on track for that. So, uh, so that's it. So those are the rumors that have been put there. Um, so there are no good striker rumors. I mean, yeah. you can go back to the Benedetto ones. Sure, okay, maybe yeah. maybe that gets resurrected somehow. Um, there's there's it just there's nothing there and right the, now. And that's the interesting thing is because when when rumors start to swirl, you say, oh well, but they're keeping. I heard someone said, oh, they're keeping it under wraps. And it's like 
no one really keeps it under wraps. These things get leaked and, and little rumors start to, to come out here and there. So if there was any smoke anywhere, someone would have sniffed someone, it out by now. Well, here's here's the, the thing, and, and this has been sort of proven out over many times if you watch rumors and how it goes. The team is tight-lipped. Yes. The agent, the agent can be tight-lipped, although sometimes you get leaks from the agent. The player can be tight-lipped. The player's girlfriend? Yeah, that's why. That's where the, I come in. The player's friend? <laughs> you know, the yeah. player's family? The barber? The barber? That yeah. he, no, oh, congratulations. <laughs> Let me take a picture with you. Yeah. Congrats on going to the yeah. LA Galaxy, exactly. man. It's like, oh, this dude's coming to the LA Galaxy. <laughs> What's going on with this? Um, so you look at all of those things. Um, and, and so that's why we feel like there's probably... I feel that Dennis DeClosa... And Guillermo Barrascoloto have a target in mind with this. Yeah. You don't go out and get this without yes. saying this is we're going to do yeah. something. The wheels are in motion. They May, have something in mind. May seventh, May seventh. That's whenever the roster deadline. That's whenever the transfer window closes here in Major League Soccer. It is still open. It is open for basically a whole nother month if you think about it. So that's some time to get some things done. Yeah, which also means May seventh is when it closes. Doesn't mean that that player is coming by May seventh. They could be finish out a season. Uh, overseas right. and then come in the summer when that season is finished. Well, that's sort of the next question about all this is as we've now gone all the way through the rumor and looked at, what about timing? Because timing is important for this too. Do you need somebody right now or do you wait to the summertime whenever people, more people are available? Gold When the Gold Cup comes around and these players start getting call-ups and then the summer is now here, the season in Europe is over, you bring someone in, they're, you know, have a little bit of rest. And then now when you send your Legettes, your Dos Santos's off to national team duty, your Efrains when they go to the youth team, your uh, Arajos when they go to their youth teams, now you have a full roster still because you're bringing in the reinforcements. Oh, it's, yeah. it's, good, it's good times. times. Good, good times. times. All right. I like it. All right. <laughs> That's sort of where we sit right now with the LA Galaxy news and how it goes. Um, other things that came in today. Disciplinary committee. I thought they were going to find Zlatan. I really, <laughs> I was waiting for it. He's been sl- fined, I think, three times for hand, hands of the face. Yeah. And you saw, they saw the picture the, <laughs> the Galaxy the posted. The Galaxy posted it themselves. <laughs> I, you know what I would have loved is this, and this is more just me is that I would have loved for MLS to have missed that, but then the Galaxy posts the picture, and they're yeah. like, well, because you posted yeah. the picture... <laughs> you called yourself it, out. It's pretty obvious. Yeah. Uh, this is what I'll say to to Portland fans who were apoplectic whenever he didn't get fined. And, and the bench you and know, the, was, yeah. was up in arms from what you could see on the TV broadcast. MLS must have watched it and been like, there's something that we were like, no. Uh-uh. Because I don't buy the favoritism one. They find yeah. him before. They could have fined yes. him again. It would have been easy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I I think that was because it was during the run of play. The Corona stuff, it seemed like it was uh, dead ball. It was after the play. From what I saw, and again, I, I, I haven't been able to go back and rewatch it. I haven't had time to do that. But it seemed like someone, I forget who the player was, slapped Corona. So it yeah, seemed it was like, Sebastian Blanco. So, so him and Blanco so both got fined. They must have gone back. We must have not seen the Corona slap or, or, or whatever, or the hands to the face, whatever you want to call it. But from what I saw, it looked like Blanco was the one who hit him. Yeah. And so... You know, with VAR, it's like, well, that's hands to the face. Maybe something could have happened. Seemed like it was all handled after the game. Yeah, it, it you know, they sort of went away from the whole. If you touch the face, it's a red card. Yeah. The because, whole caca thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they were because they found out because they were idiots yeah. about it, and <laughs> that's why. Um, now they've sort of come about, and and I think they're doing it right. This this yeah. it was nothing. It was yeah. nothing. It was two guys. Sebastian Blanco comes and runs into uh, Joe Corona, and Joe yeah. Corona looks up and like yeah. taps him on the cheek, like yeah. "Come on, don't." Yeah. And then Blanco gets all mad, and yes. then he touches Joe in the face, and so it's like, "Okay, you both got fine. Congratulations." Fifty <laughs> uh, ninth minute of the Galaxy's match there uh, against the Portland Timbers. So just a fine, an undisclosed fine. Undisclosed fine for Joe Corona. Poor Joe comes into the league, gets fined. Second game. Right. I think he'll be okay. You think he'll survive? I think he'll be. He'll, all right. he'll be fine. 
That's good. Uh, while I was patrolling the interwebs today, and uh, MLS, of course, sent out an email because they were wanting to highlight this plus 22 goal differential that showed up over the weekend, obviously spurred on by two ridiculous scores, okay. a 7 to 1 and a 5 to nothing. <laughs> Um, just uh, it's embarrassing. It is. It is. <laughs> but it was the largest margin of. It was the. It was the highest goal, goal differential, differential ever in ever over a, a, a weekend. Yeah. There also are more teams now. In yeah. The league. Plus twenty two. Something so, to consider. Yeah, it makes some sense. And whatever, if you want to, if you want to say that. But what they also sent out was some cool sort of stats of like highest margin of victory and mm-hmm. most goals scored by one team. And so I was like bringing this up, and I remember it. I wasn't at this game. I don't remember that game. Yeah. But uh, people always want to talk about this game. Uh, the the most goals scored by one team is with the LA Galaxy. Uh, June 4th, 1998, they won 8-1 to at Dallas. I'm pretty oh, sure that was the Dallas Burn the back Dallas then, too. Dallas Burn. Yeah, 8-1. Uh, to one. This was the... Uh, Oh, God, it's Harutian. Harut Karapetian. That guy. Harut Karapetian. Excuse me. Armenian legend. Armenian legend. I I can't say his name. It'll never happen. (laughs) Uh, Fastest hat trick in history was in this game. And again, he did not look like a soccer player. That that was the That that was why you were like, that's my guy. 1998 MLS. Like, who is this guy? He looks like he came off a a factory shift, you know. (laughs) Yep, and ab- he just walked on the field and scored three goals, did his business, and, and went home. Yep, absolutely. Uh, and so anyway, so that's uh, that's whenever you look at it. Uh, the LA Galaxy had an 8-1 to one win, so they scored eight goals. That's the most goals any MLS team has ever scored in a single game. Uh, that also leaves them tied for the largest margin of victory uh, with seven goals, uh, along with Chicago and... Sporting Kansas City. Yeah, and Sporting... Well, let's see. Let's see. It's sport, SKC isn't zero. even on there yet. They won 7-1. to one. Oh, there yeah, it is. So that was six. My, They're actually there. Um, then my know. mistake. Down below, so uh, so they're with a whole bunch of people. The Galaxy um, did it s- uh, seven goals as the margin of victory um, in that 1998 game. Mm-hmm. They also had another game. Oh, it's seven they, four. Yeah, it was a seven four game where they scored seven goals in it, um, and that was earlier in the year, and same in 1998. <laughs> so in 1998, on May 6th, they played the Colorado Rapids. Yes, yeah, the Colorado Rapids. Always been the Rapids. Always been yeah. the Rapids. Right? Uh, and they beat them seven to four. Then, if you go up, and then later that that year, in fact, less than a month yeah. later, they beat Dropped Dallas eight, eight to one. It's <laughs> a lot of firepower on that squad. That, that early seven four. That sounds like Ontario an Ontario Fury game. Yeah, an indoor match. Seven four. Uh, yeah, yeah, very very well could be. <laughs> um, here's the other interesting one, and I remember this one. This one, 2014. Yeah. Uh, the LA Galaxy versus the Colorado Rapids. Six to nothing was that one. So the yeah. six goals scored, six goals on the margin of victory as well. So tied for the uh, second one there. It's the altitude. It's the <laughs> no, was that one at home? It, yeah, was that a home, home game? Yeah, yeah that's, that's I'm going to hit you with the yeah, but still. Yeah, but still. There you go. Uh, so the LA Galaxy absolutely destroyed Colorado. I remember that game. That was a dismantling. It was yeah. it was fun to watch. That's what we were mentioning off air. Somewhere in the 2012-2014 range, the, there had to be a few spankings that, that were going to make that list. Yeah, it was uh, it was interesting. So a lot of fun uh, to sort of see that and, and see how it goes. All right. Along with, e, uh, along with news, we have to talk about EMLS. Now, I have to specifically talk about EMLS for one person in particular. Y'all Ooh, know that... Audience of one. Yeah, y- y'all know that there's, there's another co-host that hates the EMLS, but there is somebody who is a vital part to every single show that we have <laughs> who tried to guilt me into never talking about the EMLS again and said that 90 seconds of talking about it last time was way too much. That is Mr. Michael Araujo, the PA no. announcer. Yeah, I know. No, you, Mike Araujo. You want to love him, and then he goes and does something like this, Aww. and you're like, come on, Mike. What, what What's the deal? So anyway, we're going to talk about the EMLS right now. So Mike, Just for you, Mike. Mike, if you're listening, fingers in your ears for the next 90 <laughs> seconds. Uh, it was it was an interesting. I sort of previewed this last Thursday and mm-hmm. said, hey, this is the EMLS Cup. Yeah. 
you know they've been uh, building toward it they've had a couple events yeah this was this was the culmination you and i went to the one in santa Ana. they had one in dallas series one series two yeah giuseppe had been playing well the godfather Mm -hmm. right he is he had been playing well but just never had that breakthrough yeah um had lost to houston who is who was a really good player he seemed to make the playoffs but didn't seem to advance much past that top four in the western conference all the thing Mm -hmm. well the dude broke through this time. Yes. Uh, ended up in the EMLS Cup final, lost um, to the number one player who hasn't who won. Yeah, he's won everything. Yeah, yeah, everything. So he's he's a, a, one of the top ranked players actually of um, the Philadelphia Union. Go figure. Yeah, of I all know. the teams, <laughs> I know his his uh, his handle name is Dulsta. Um, so anyway, so uh, Giuseppe now gets to represent um, the United States at the FIFA E Nations Cup London. Um, coming up soon, I think, yeah, actually. He's, he's getting the international call-up, so we'll have to see if there are any international slots so we can uh, bring in a, a replacement for, for Giuseppe you know, to fill in while he's gone on international duty. Yeah, so, that joke uh, did not go over well. <laughs> <laughs> Lost everyone. Yeah. EMLS, yes. everyone's gone. Yeah, they're gone. They already, they already <laughs> left. Anyway, so whenever you look at the EMLS and you look at the top 100 rankings, now this doesn't just include... EMLS. This is FIFA 19 global rankings. Yeah. Um, the LA Galaxy's uh, Godfather currently 56th in the world. Nothing, his, to, nothing his, to be upset at. His yeah. final his finals appearance bumped him up 144 spots. That's wow. that's a jump. Yeah, that's a good thing. That's a jump. Um, the highest rated player right now uh, in the EMLS is actually with New York City FC, rank of eight. Um, See, that's so, that, so strange. Is, I, when, the light, points. when the lights are on, he's you know unable to get it done. That's interesting. The Galaxy also have uh, a player named X Blue, um, and he's ranked ninety three in the world. And right he's also going to well. be playing in that event as well. Yeah. So, so you're seeing uh, everybody sort of being brought together. Uh, the fact that uh, the EMLS now uh, those guys now going over and representing in the world yeah. sort of thing. Hey, it's hey, this is a good thing. Money it, internationally. When you know so he goes and he plays in these tournaments, they're going to see he's affiliated with the LA Galaxy. Again, you may not like EMLS, but at the same time, we're getting brand exposure. We're getting our name out there all over the world, and there are a lot of people who play FIFA, and they're now going to know about the LA Galaxy. And video games are—I mean, this is—we've been talking about the money going into video games. This, this is not a tiny amount of money. This is a say, large amount of money going say, into this. If we this. take your stock out of Spectrum and then go to Twitch, <laughs> that's right. That's the smart move, right? That's there. right. That's that's uh, that's the good idea. Uh, just a real quick injury update, which uh, Perry Kitchen. Um, is the only one who's still there. Uh, and one of our, our listeners, or at least one of our Twitter followers, said that he talked to Perry Kitchen um, after the game on Sunday. Uh, got to talk to him a little bit, and Perry says he's about three to four weeks out. Yeah. He's now, out, I, of the, out of the boot, correct? He's out of the boot, yeah. walking normally in yeah. street clothes. Like, you wouldn't know he's injured, which is good. Yeah, because uh, the first couple games, I, I did see him, and, and he was still in the boot, which is concerning. But if he's out of the boot now, it's looking closer. Yeah, it's uh, it's getting there. It's yeah. getting there. Although whenever he comes back, it's he's on the bench. Yeah, he and, takes he's, over and, cross, he's, and he hasn't been training, so there's there there's needs time. to be a build up to that. There's all time and all this, and in, in terms of how it all goes. So yeah, um, it, it'll be interesting to see his progression as it comes along. Um, the other sort of thing I wanted to touch on really before we want to get to some of the questions, and then we'll go over to Vancouver and, and preview that game. And I think we should we're gonna battle on the previews for Vancouver. Ooh, we're gonna, yeah. Do I gotta warm up? You got, no. I just want you to start thinking. Okay. Perfect. I don't want people to think like I just spring this on you every time and I prepare. Uh, One, I don't prepare for it, <laughs> as is clearly obvious. And you, you may or may not have told me beforehand, and I may have pulled up something oh, to, so, to use in my, so in my you, warm-up. So you're already cheating. I did my homework. Okay, yeah. good. Okay, good. That's good. <laughs> so we're going to do that. Um, but we also, uh, I want to get to this LA Galaxy alumni news. We talked about uh, Uli Giannis. 
Um, And Giannis, who had been going over to Germany and everybody expected him to sign, but nothing had happened. Well, he turned 18, which is the the mark for that. um, And he signed with uh, Wolfsburg. Yeah, there was not a a coincidence that on his 18th birthday is when he was able to make that announcement. It seemed like they, they had hit a standstill. Things weren't happening. It was rumored to go to Wolfsburg, but for some reason it didn't go through. On his 18th birthday, he announced he is going to Wolfsburg. So, uh, you know, that rumor can finally be confirmed and he is going to be overseas. And that's something the Galaxy can take pride in to one degree because you're now sending a product, but they really have nothing to show for it. Dennis DeClosa did a lot of leg work after yeah. this, after the, he, he, the, he departed. He mended the relationship. He met, I feel yeah. like if Giannis decides that he wants to come back, if he plays or if he yeah. doesn't get what he needs, that the Galaxy will be in a position to recapture him. And I think where you look is someone like Antuna. Someone who was, you know, overseas playing in a, a, a big team, but gets loaned out. So now uh, he goes to Wolfsburg. Wolfsburg again in the Bundesliga. You think, well, maybe if he can't crack a starting lineup, maybe he gets loaned back to the Galaxy, and they can still use him on the team because that relationship is still there. Yeah, it, it seems like again, you're never in this, especially in the United States right now. The the fact that you can't sign young kids to these contracts because of child labor laws really yeah. um, is going to put. You know the the United States based players. The academies. It's an advantage for the players. It's a disadvantage for the clubs who spent the money um, trying to bring these guys up and developing these guys. So you can understand that. Okay, makes some sense to me. That's how it goes. Um, you're never going to keep all the talent. The Galaxy right now have kept F. Ryan Alvarez, mm-hmm. which is a huge grab. So that's that's what they want to do. And you know, at some point, he's going to go elsewhere. So you just got to. Foster it and enjoy it while you can. So, uh, you you know, the Galaxy have also signed uh, Julian Araujo, who we've mm-hmm. talked about, who is another prodigy that they really yep. want to keep. So they, the- did, they did okay in that. They've lost a whole bunch of people, too. Yeah. You know, the Haji Wrights, who, who mm-hmm. we've talked about before. Um, just different guys. They, they, you're, you're never going to keep them all. It's impossible. And yeah, some of these can't. guys... You can't. You, you know, uh, Giannis is, is probably too good. He's one of these kids <laughs> who you're like, okay... And that's the thing with Alvarez, too. Right? It's like, it, some people have said, well... He's not going to. St- is he going to stick around with the galaxy? I've seen that conversation. It's like part of you, as a galaxy fan, you do want to say yes. We want him to stay as long as possible. At the other time, you see his star on the rise and how young he is, and you hope. You know, if you're really rooting for him personally, you hope he goes off and plays for a bigger club somewhere else. Yeah, uh, that's it. And and again, I think the door is open for a return there. So that's all yeah. you can do in this case is make the relationship correct, mm-hmm. bring him back whenever you can. Um, so that's uh, that's sort of what it is. All right, let's go to some questions. Um, we got about you know ten minutes before we really have to get into that Ooh. Vancouver thing. So um, let's let's go to some questions. I'm prepped and ready to go. Uh, Dylan, you're cheating. Dylan <laughs> uh, Dylan writes in and says, uh, have any ideas on possible forward targets? Hearing any realistic names? Nope. <laughs> we covered I, that. I was, yeah. I was like, yeah, it's one of those. It's one of the, I was like, we still have to, I, I want to make sure we're not yeah. trying. It's not for, because we don't want to tell you if there are some cases where I know something I can't tell you. Yeah. This is not one of those cases. I don't know anything. All right. And, and I, I would wink at you right now. Yeah. If I knew something, <laughs> I'm not winking. Okay. And, That's, and, and I'm going to speak to you from the fan's point of view and someone who's gotten to know Josh a little bit better. I, I'm just like you. I text him. So what do you know about this? I don't know. And, and when he does know, he tweets it out there. So if Josh knows something, he'll throw it out there for you. So in your defense, I've, I've stopped bugging you because I know that if once you know, you'll throw it out there. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's always, always fun. Good stuff. Um, all right, let's go to uh, Jesse. And Jesse goes, any chance the Galaxy are the MLS team Antonio Valencia is supposedly signing with? Now, uh, for those of you who aren't familiar with the name, right back at Manchester United, uh, Valencia, I think, is 33 right now. His father recently went on a radio basically and said he's been offered a two-year contract by an MLS team. Okay. Um, apparently, he also has stuff in China and other places. Which, and it's one of those things everyone seems to have. a player of that stature. You know, Ecuadorian, you know, national team player, Manchester United legend. You you know the Chinese teams are going to 
offer something there. So it's just, does he want to go to China? And so the one connection, Zlatan being yep. coming from Manchester United, is that relationship there? They acquire an international but, slot. But a right back. Man, okay, this is where we that's get. That's where this, it goes backwards. Yeah. Then you start going the other direction. But a right back, but his age. Maybe that. Maybe yeah. they don't get Gonzalez now. Maybe they bring in Valencia but the, instead. The, but were you trying to bring in a center back in Gonzalez? Yeah. And so well, you're, Dan, not, you're Dan, not converting Valencia into a center back. Dan Stares you is, is your center back, and Rolf Felcher goes to the bench, and Rolf Felcher renegotiated his contract slot, it's lower. So I mean, I can try to make this work if you <laughs> want me to, but I have to bend over backwards and lie yeah. to myself a yeah, little bit. It doesn't make sense on paper uh, not only that but transfer market shows his last value at eight million dollars yeah. <laughs> so you're thinking okay so if the galaxy could possibly get into a window yeah. it's at 1.5 it's a yeah. full tam player and then you're tamming a defender uh, a full tam yep that's just a lot is it worth it i don't i, I don't know i like tony v i like uh, i think he's a great player but I don't know. It just doesn't seem to be the right fit. He's 33. It's, he's, but he's Ashley a, Cole, look how old he was when he came, and he he, he was a very serviceable uh, wing back. I hate the fact that, that Ashley <laughs> he's Cole... He's the that, argument. Like, that he's the argument, and, he, yeah. and you're right, by yeah. the way. It, you're, and it's someone correct. like Valencia used to playing uh, at altitude in Ecuador, he, he's going to have... Uh, the stamina. Yeah, I was. I was looking. I don't through, hate it. I was looking through transfer market, and they rate him uh, the number one Ecuadorian player in the world. Yeah, like they're like they're <laughs> like they're, they're like the highest ranked <laughs> in terms of Ecuadorian players. He's it. He's yeah. the best. Um, there's a whole bunch of other rig- rankings you can go look at, like in the Premier League and yeah. right back, and a whole bunch of things. He's not near the top of those lists. Yeah. But well, not anymore. At yeah, a, at a time there was a time where he was. And and that's just where yeah. you're just not there anymore. All right. Um, this one comes from. Uh, let's see. It's it's in Greek. I can't even. It's it's one of those. <laughs> I, it, yeah. It's I, I can't. I can't. I, I think it's translation. At, at Galacticos uh, is is the name. It cuts it off. Oh, the name I is in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Uh, he says, "Question for Hammer: If LAFC <laughs> lands Ronaldo one day, will you still be a Galaxy fan? I will always be a Galaxy fan. This is actually a question that was posed over on a Guys in Shorts podcast." They've asked me this question um, because Ronaldo has been rumored to come to MLS at some point in his career and why not come to LA? Uh, Although now it doesn't seem like he wants to be in the United States for other reasons. But if he were to go to the guys across town as, as, as a Portuguese guy, I can't hate him fully, but I'm never going to go away from the galaxy. I may, I may, you know, put the hoodie on, put the sunglasses, go check out a game or two. Cause he's, he's, he's a Portuguese hero. He's a legend. He's a legend. Yeah. But I'm not going to switch allegiances no. because of that. I no. would never do that. Besides everybody knows there's a longstanding rumor that it's been confirmed like forever ago yeah. that Ronaldo's <laughs> coming to the LA he's galaxy. He's coming to the galaxy. Everybody he's knows coming this. to the LFC. He's going to enter Miami. Mm-hmm. He's going yes. everywhere. He's doing all those things. Uh, let's see. Wendy, Wendy wrote in, which is good. I always like yeah. when, whenever Wendy gets involved, she goes, um, are we really going to risk Zlatan's <laughs> precious ACL to play on plastic on Friday. Baggio broke his leg two seasons ago in Minnesota on turf. We have no backup striker. If Z goes down, we have no viable backup. Yeah. She, uh, Gina, that's a, those are great points. She should be on this show every once in a while. She, every once in a while. That's, <laughs> a, that's, a, that's how we should go. Um, that was awesome. Yeah, she's great points. Here's the thing. You're risking, he's 37 years old. You're risking it any time he goes out there. Um, he seems more than confident that he's fine he's and fine. that he's going to play. Um, and we'll talk about Vancouver, but expect yeah, Zlatan but the, to be there. But there's confidence and there's irrational confidence. Did I get any of the money, by the way? Did I get any of the money? <laughs> Who asked Zlatan after the game on Sunday if he was feeling good enough and would he possibly go to Vancouver and would he play on turf? And then Zlatan comes back and says, oh, he goes, I play on turf all year. I'm not worried about that. He goes, and I'll be fine. I'll be fine. I think I'm going to, I'm going to Vancouver. You can buy your tickets. What, what accent is That's, that? It's like my Arnold Schwarzenegger, <laughs> which is as close to Zlatan as I can get. Um, so no, I, so, so Zlatan said because yeah. of my question that he was going to Vancouver. Yeah. So when Vancouver sells out now, do I get a cut of that? 
I mean, no, one, I don't think you do. One percent. Just give me a half a percentage. <laughs> well, it's Canadian money, so the trans, the, the trans, uh, the transfer rate. I don't know if that you helps. You get three dollars. Yeah. congratulations. <laughs> you get a loony and a toony. That's right. Uh, that's how it goes. So anyway, I'll say this: uh, Baggio broke his leg on really bad turf in Minnesota. The turf up in Vancouver is actually pretty good because it's they replaced women's it. Women's World Cup caliber turf. There you go. If, you, if that means anything to you, there you go. So there, there is that, and maybe. Turf is turf, but I guess yeah, it's, it's better bad. turf. But I, I agree. I, I think it is a risk. And Zlatan is going to say that he could play on the surface of the moon if, if you offered it. He's going to say he's fine. Do you think and, he couldn't play on the surface of the moon? <laughs> I, I'm not going to bet against it. There you go. That's I, what I'm I, saying. I'd be nervous, though. I would be nervous. Here's, and so it, it does make me nervous because all it takes is a bad tweak. You saw what happened in the game against Portland. A bad tackle, a bad tweak, a bad landing. But, but that could happen in any you're game. In grass. But that could happen in any game. That's and so yeah. that's sort of the thing. I, I don't think you can put kick gloves on him. Yeah. Um, I don't think you can stop him from playing. I think you need him to play. I'll say this. My one sort of uh contrarian remark to Wendy is that I think the Galaxy do have a backup plan. It would be what they did against Minnesota. Yes, that's that's what I have in my my mock lineups because right now, if everyone's presumably healthy and you're not you, you take the best lineup that you have, you start the same lineup that you had against Portland. Otherwise, the backup plan is go to, to the Minnesota, Minnesota lineup. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's it. And that's that's really what it came from in Portland. Uh, John Rojas, who does a great job covering the LA Galaxy, you need to follow him on Twitter. Uh, John does a great job. As soon as we, we saw the lineup come out, uh, he was. I think we were talking to each other a little bit, and he goes, you can't argue that that's not the best lineup the LA Galaxy have. You can't take anybody yeah. from the bench and put them onto the field to make that team better. If those players are available, that's your starting that's lineup. That's your starting lineup. So There's anyway. No question. Um, but it does make me nervous. Well, you know, it is. Um, this one I thought was good from Philip. Uh, Philip says, any players you guys feel need to step it up or have disappointed so far this season? Who's underperformed so far in your 2019 season? As far as underperformed, I mean, the easy answer, I guess, is Polenta. There, I was going to say, that's, that, that's the that's easy answer. That's the easy one. Okay. But uh, I'll give the non-easy one um, is maybe Antuna. Antuna, is, as well he played against Minnesota, I think he... He lacks that for for what he brings as a winger. Um, I think he may lack a little bit of that taking on a player one on one and creating the the chances. Sometimes, you know, um, Robbie Rogers was notorious of this going down the line, trying to cross it and crossing it right into the defender's foot. Right. That that happens quite a bit with Antuna. Right. So with the spark of talent that he has, I think that I I want a little bit more from him. So to say he's underperformed, it's still early, but he's the one that I see with potential to do better, and that's the reason why I would say he's underperformed, even though I'll, you can argue that he hasn't. I'll, I'll say that both of the uh, both of the outside wings for, against the Portland didn't have great games. Allison Drini struggled and certainly saw he was rusty. Yeah, um, and, and he's and also Tuna, coming back from from yeah. injury, and yeah. he 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 didn't he didn't look comfortable. Um, I think that you could uh, you could say the same thing about it too. And I think the real problem with the Portland game, and again, I've I've said this, and you, you heard it on Monday. Um, I think that they played an unbelievable game against Portland because when you look what Portland was trying to do, yeah. the Galaxy still found a way to create chances, yeah. and they probably should have had one or two from the run of play. Yeah. And if that happens, that game's four to four to yeah. one, and you're sitting there well, going, and, and the Zlatan magic magic <laughs> magic foot? kick, yeah, whatever you want to call that. Yeah. And. and Go to the opposite, as opposed to underperformed. I think someone who's doing having a great season is Jonathan Dos Santos. Yes, I mean I saw that uh, the Riot Squad gave him man of the match, and I, it was nice to see him honored with Zlatan getting both goals. To see Jonathan walk away uh, with a man of the match performance, I think he's quietly just, just the star of this team, and he's the engine that we saw at the end of last season, and he's continued that work rate. He's doing well for his country, and I think he's he's probably our MVP this season so far. A designated player acting like a designated player, yeah, right? Yeah, he's doing exactly what we want him to do. Is there a midfield 
in Major League Soccer that you feel like the Galaxy can't handle right now with who they have in the in the, the center? P- legit Corona and and Jonathan. That's that's a great. I don't know that I'd want anyone else as a try those that combination. Yeah, there may be better individual players. Yeah, I agree. That I, that I agree, but I think as a combo and how they're meshing, and I think as the season goes on, that that chemistry is only going to get better. So I'm I'm happy with it. Of course, I'm a homer. Yeah, I, I was going to say. <laughs> um, no, I'm trying to think top teams right now. Whenever you look at you know who are the Sporting top Kansas teams? City, like a Johnny Russell. Yeah, but he's on the outside. He's not center mid. Yeah, uh, well, Namath is sort of more of a, a forward, but a forward. he drops into a, into mm-hmm. the midfield center sometimes too. But I mean. You look at sporting. I think sporting Kansas City is going to be ridiculous. Yeah, Johnny Russell. I think he's a guy who I. Where'd they find that guy? Scottish Messi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I love he, that guy. He's he's he's. A lot I know of we're not long. supposed to give love to other teams. But he's he's a fantastic. Player. Well, well, I mean Seattle, who just went up to yeah. Vancouver and got a zero zero draw. By the way, I watched the extended highlights of a zero zero draw. All right, I just want to point out <laughs> that's that, the, the dedication you get. The you know my complaints that like the highlights are horrible yeah. that nobody knows how to cut them like they have to be four minutes. So yeah. if the game is seven to nothing, you're gonna get four, four minutes, minutes of, of goal. Zero zero. If it's zero, you get four <laughs> minutes, and it just drives me crazy. And you don't see buildups and all that stuff. And so then I'm like, well, I'll watch the extended version. I got twenty minutes, and you know that gives you a little bit better yeah. idea of how it is. The cutting in the extended version is worse. It's in the dance mix. Like Do they, they have that available? They, they, they would cut to the center of the field. This is MLS people doing all this. They would cut to the center of the field where uh, a tackle would happen and the ball would just squirt loose. And then it's like loose for 30. And then it just goes away. And then it's just like, that was a clip. I'm like, was that supposed to be a good tackle? Is that why we, it wasn't a good Listen, tackle? We need it to fill our four minutes. Uh, wait, yeah, we need our 20 minutes, right? You, you need to have it. Um, so, you, so you look at all this, all those plays. But I watched that. Um, and if you look at it, uh, Vancouver had a chance to win that game. Yep. Seattle had a chance to win that game. Um, Seattle probably got, you know, a little screwed on a on a penalty kick call. Um, I would have called the penalty, and I don't know how VAR doesn't call the penalty. But <laughs> hey, whatever. It's not not Some, me. Sometimes it's like that. Um, so looking at uh, looking at that, so I really, you know, I think that when you look at the midfield the Galaxy have and what they're going to be able to do, I feel like that even against Seattle or against LAFC right now, I feel like the Galaxy match up really yeah. well against these speedy teams all of a sudden, which is like weird because you're yeah. like they don't match. The Galaxy had trouble last year yeah. with speedy teams. They're not where I think the Galaxy looked poor last season is teams would walk right through the middle, and I guess the counter argument was you see what Portland did on their goal, uh, but that a little bit of. Yeah, so, that, so, but that wasn't going through the heart no, no, of the team, and I don't know that you could blame uh, the three central central midfielders on that one. I mean, of course you I can, but you, yeah, there's always ways to do tricky, it. It's tricky, but but I think generally, uh, Corona and and Dos Santos seem to be the type of guys who can kind of deadlock an, another speedy team and, and stop another team at the heart, which is what you want. Diego B- Valeri almost yeah. suffocated to death in yeah. that game. He was a, a non-factor. Non-factor, mostly because I think Portland's yeah. formation made him a non-factor, but also because every time he got the ball, took him out of the game. Jonathan and jo- mm-hmm. jo- Joe uh, Corona were right there. Yeah. So you, you see that and, and you're seeing how they're playing. Um, my one argument, by the way, that I, I think is really interesting is that Portland was completely set up for a counter-attack game. Everybody knew they were set up for a counter-attack game. The one goal they scored, build up. Yep. Which is, and it seems like they played against the counterattack, and when they weren't expecting the buildup, that's where they got stung. So that is a good argument. Because there was, they, the, on the counterattack, they had like zero sort of good looks on and the entire night. Well, um, until the, the dust up at the end, the, the, hey, the I, kerfuffle. Hey, the, the, the two the guys, sta- the stairs, stairs Polenta, Polenta, Polenta collision yeah, yeah. there uh, in stoppage time. Yeah, that um, was. You, you can't get angry. They're both going for the ball, but you'd yeah. like to see a little discipline, but like they take each other out and that yeah. happens, you know, but, and, and then Shelvick yeah. does it. Was, thing. It, it was unfortunate. I, th- I don't think, I mean, obviously it looks bad and it almost cost uh, two points dropping two points, but I, I, I think they were both trying to do the right thing. They just were in the wrong position at the wrong time. Do you think that the, 
the the galaxy learned something from that game do you think that they took a step forward in that yeah i i think those are the type of games you want the galaxy to win maybe where you look back and you the more you think about it the more you realize okay they they executed their game plan they did what they needed to do um one thing that I did see is about, well, their goals came at two penalties. But when you look at Zlatan, Zlatan is a very smart player and he put himself in position to draw those penalties. And that's something that I don't think he gets enough credit for because you can blame the referee or you can say it was a bad call, but Zlatan put himself in between the ball to get shoved. He played it exactly right where he knew the other, the defender wasn't going to get the ball. He got jumped in the air and then drew the, drew the penalty. The second one, he pat, poked it past the goalie. The goalie was already committed, so he knew all he had to do was just let the goalie run into him and fall down. And and even Twelman on the broadcast was saying, well, he's already falling. Well, he hit him. I mean, the, the goalie ran into him. That's a penalty. And Zlatan knew exactly what he was doing. So I don't think he gets enough credit for drawing those penalties because that's a skill. No, and, no. most uh, of the time he doesn't get those calls, by the way, because yeah, he's so big he's and they're, so like, big. they're like, oh, that's not a foul. But, it's like, but, no. But he, he played it absolutely correct. Yeah, we saw it at the end of last season. So I think they did learn... Um, you know how to how to grind out a win, and these are the this is exactly what you want. The teams that are low on the table, you're supposed to beat those. Teams are above the table, if you can scratch a point, maybe. But if you lose to them, you can live with it. But as long as you're beating everyone who's below you, th- then that's all you can ask for. All right, you ready to do this? Yeah. Ooh, do I need to prep my notes? You, you need to. You you have to go first this time. <laughs> all right, I can go because first. because you won last time. All right. Uh, pretty obviously, we'll let the chat room, of course, be our uh, our guides here. If I if, looked up if, Vancouver facts, <sighs> I just googled that and got one thing. I think I got a bump. That's okay. You go <laughs> ahead and use your Vancouver facts. I'm just going to use my knowledge. All right, to, fair enough. I, which is this is going to be bad. All right, so uh, we are getting ready to, of course, preview the Vancouver game, uh, and we're going to play a little game that we don't play every time, but mm. on occasion we like to play, and which is uh, who can do the best intro for this particular game. Uh, the the star battle music is ready, as it's called. Uh, actually Who's paid. I actually battle? paid money to, I, to, I believe to it. for this for this particular <laughs> one, so I could license it. So uh, so if you're ready, I'm ready. Okay, here we go. We'll uh, do it live. Previewing the LA Galaxies game against the Vancouver Whitecaps. Here we go. This Friday, Friday Night Lights, Under the Stars at BC Place. Vancouver was recently ranked the third most livable place in the world, but this Friday, it'll rank dead last as Zlatan will be playing on turf to take on the Vancouver Whitecaps. The Vancouver Whitecaps go in with zero wins and they hope to lead with zero wins as well. The Galaxy will take out Vancouver this Friday. I always go I monster jam. I was going to say it is always Sunday, Sunday, <laughs> Sunday with you. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what that means uh, on it. All right. Uh, it was good. The, that was all right. The I, third. I don't know that that was the best fact. But the third. The I was third up against the clock and we were about to start. I said, "What fact can I pull from this? Third most livable place in the world. What a odd, odd fact." <sighs> I don't. <laughs> See, here's the thing: is I feel like you're going to get the votes for it because it's a, some weird, <laughs> stupid fact. Um, okay. All, All right. right. All right. You did well. Uh, you did well. Mine was the cartoon version. Hit us with a real version. Uh, I mean, th- let's not <laughs> pretend that I can do this any better. Um, so, okay. I will, I will, I will, I will get ready for mine now. Okay. <clears throat> LA Galaxy, Vancouver Whitecaps. Uh, let's see. Get to that. I press that button. Remember, I have to do more stuff than That's you do. That's true. I right? don't get to push the button and let you dance. All right. Here we go. Uh, let's try this. Uh, my preview now for the Vancouver Whitecaps uh, coming up. Uh, here we go. Your LA Galaxy travel north of the border to take on the Vancouver Whitecaps coming up on Friday, April 5th, 2019, a 7 p.m. Pacific time kickoff on the plastic turf of BC Place. This game can be found on Spectrum Sportsnet, 
where usually you can watch a game at least, so that's a good thing. Vancouver, Vancouver is 0-3-1, picked up their first point last weekend in a thrilling 0-0 draw with the Seattle Sounders. Uh, and that 0-0 draw, by the way, was the only scoreless draw last weekend and only the second scoreless draw since the start of the season. Vancouver, of course, headed by former Seattle Sounders player Freddie Montero and with new goalkeeper Maxime Crepu, which sounds crazy, but is really awesome. Uh, the LA Galaxy will go up there with the Lion leading them out and, of course, will take on this pitiful Vancouver Whitecaps team coming up on Sunday. All right, let's see. Let's see how we did. I, I feel like you still, I feel like you still won. Yeah, sometimes the this it's, lends itself to a pro wrestling, you know, monster truck type of deal. And I think you got to call it, call him out a little harder. Yeah, it, it could be. <laughs> it could be. Let's see. Mike Gray in the chat room says, uh, is Eric squeezing Josh's onions during this? No. <laughs> wow. No, no. Hands, hands, are, hands, in the, hands in the air. Hands in the air. Okay. Hands where I can see him. Oh, all right. Yeah. I, I didn't, I didn't feel it again. Remember, That's I used right. to do these. This was actually, and I was always like, oh, I don't need to practice. You just I'm, need a I'm little, little bit of prep. I th yeah, I, I believe in you. I need a crazy I fact. Yeah. I need a crazy. I had the 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 goalkeeper's name. Yeah, Crepe Hammer. Poo. What a great name. Hammer wins. Hammer wins. <laughs> Hammer wins. Are people actually saying Hammer. this? That's why the chat room's the best. It, yeah, they are. Let's see. Uh, yeah, Hammer took this one again. So you're two and zero on the <laughs> two season. Two and zero. All right. That's pretty good. That's not too bad. Better than Vancouver. That we, hey, Segway. That, whoa. All I'm right. A pro. I'm getting better at this. Uh, Vancouver currently tenth in the Western Conference, twenty uh, second overall in the Supporter Shield. We talked about them being winless. They are zero one and one. Again, the only point they picked up so far was against the Seattle Sounders, which they should have lost. Which that's like, that's if, that's the concerning thing. You say, okay, this should be an easy an easy victory. This is a lower level team, but. They, gave, they, they frustrated Seattle. Yeah, they, they did frustrate Seattle. And I, I can, if you want to watch a 20-minute uh, condensed version <laughs> of that game, you can see that frustration. Um, you know, some great saves by Seattle that actually probably could have seen Vancouver win this game as well. So, you know, looking at all the different things, and, and they haven't had a whole bunch of goal scorers. I mean, that's been one of their problems. Yeah, they're very... they're actually very similar to how the Galaxy were coming into this game where they had a bunch of one-goal scorers. They don't have someone who's leading the pack. Yeah, that one shutout, the only one that they've got so far. Um, you know, this is this is a team that uh, that was a nightmare towards the end of last season. I mean, especially the offseason with all the players going... A lot of drama. Kendall Waston going off and yeah. saying, hey, that you know, nobody knew what they were doing and being crazy in there. Uh, they go down and get uh, Mark Dos Santos. Uh, he comes up as the head coach. Now, the thing that sort of Vancouver fans are saying is that this team has been progressing, that they have been taking a step forward every single time. Um, and so when you see that, then you're saying, okay, and they just played who I think is one of the top teams in the Western Conference in Seattle. Like yeah. you said, there's the, some there's some worry there. Yes, that that's a concern. The only uh, you know tricky thing that I guess you could say is that the four three three with Montero, someone who has experience, he's gonna with that formation. That's something that's given the Galaxy fits in the past, and so that's the only scary thing when you think about their formation. But when you look at the quality of player and you see how well the Galaxy midfield has been doing, they shouldn't really give the Galaxy a lot of trouble. So it's going to be what type of game plan are they going in with? Are they going in with the game plan where they're looking to to, to win? Are they trying to do a smash and grab and get out of there with points? It, it felt it seems like, doable. It felt like Seattle had a lot of possession in the game. Yes. So it doesn't seem like... That lends uh, its... It's favor to the Galaxy. I, I think so. In their in their current form, I might say not yeah. in the first game of the season, yeah. but the, in, in their current form and how they're playing, yeah, I think the possession there can favor. I'll tell you right now, midfield for the LA Galaxy beats this midfield. Yeah, um, all day. And, and it, you know, they got Russell Tybert in there. Um, they got some other guys, but I just, I'm just not convinced. I think the defense is, quite honestly, the best part of Vancouver so far. Uh, Ali Adnan, who was at one point linked with the LA Galaxy, mm -hmm. who then went <laughs> to Vancouver, um, he's back there. Um, there's... Uh, 
Godoy is back there. Henry's back there. Nowinski's back there. Uh, Crepeau, who is their goalkeeper, mm-hmm. he's actually, he played really well. He's made some good saves. So, yeah. I, you know, I think that that's where they sort of stand on it, which is going to be interesting because you saw that the LA Galaxy struggled against Portland, who were very defensive. Um, so whether or not that's going to be an issue or not, yeah. we'll, we'll sort of see. And I just think another person to mention is Inbom Huang. He's someone who leads the team in shots, and so he's someone who also scored a goal, and so it seems like he could be a threat as well. So I think Montero and Huang, those are the people to watch out for if you're worried about anyone. But again, when I say you worry about the teams above you, take care of the teams behind you. Even though it is away, even though it is on turf, the Galaxy should take care of business. They're, they're a more talented team, and they should be able to beat the Whitecaps. Yeah, whenever you look at this, I think you have to say that uh, the Galaxy are more talented. Uh, Zlatan Ibrahimovic, as we've been talking about going to Vancouver, he seems more than convinced. Uh, <laughs> talking today uh, to to uh, to reporters, says he's going. He's going. It's, I mean, it's and, a done deal. He's playing. He's playing. Yes. And I, I was on a Vancouver Whitecaps show before I came on this show. And they were saying, well, but is he really going to come? I'm like, no, he's really coming. If he says he's like, coming, he's coming. And they're like, oh, well, he's going to come off the bench. No, no. Yeah. I don't think Zlatan comes off the bench. Yeah. All right. That, he did it once. That's probably that's probably where he's going to sit. And the interesting thing is uh, last year against Minnesota, I think he played on turf at a necessity because they really needed the points. But right. he went the full 90 there. So yep. that's another thing to keep your eye on. Uh, even against Portland, he went he went the full 90. And he, he, <laughs> the funny thing about that game is saying that he wanted to score a hat trick for his son and Jorgen. Jorgen Kostum. Cost him that, that, that hat trick. And he has to pay his he son now. He has to now. pay his son. So that's a funny... Do you funny think Jorgen little... actually has to write the check? I feel like I feel like Zlatan makes him write the check and, and before he like tears it, it up. Yeah, he'd, he'd stare at him and say, well, are you writing that? And Jorgen just said, well, I guess I'm writing the check. But um, with that, I think if he plays, he's going to want to go 90. So do you limit his minutes if, if you're winning and you're doing well? Yes. Yeah, I think you do. But they didn't do it last year. So it just it's curious to see how that pans out. When were the Galaxy ever in a position to like win <laughs> last year? I mean, they did, and they, at, and they still Minnesota, conceded. That, yeah. yeah, but then that got squeaky at the end. Yeah. Yeah, and when you wanted him off the field, then you know Minnesota made it close, and so that was scary. So we'll see how it plays out. I think he's definitely going to start, uh, and we'll see if he can get a, a couple more goals. Interesting. Uh, the series matchup with the Whitecaps. At Whitecaps, so at BC Place. Whitecaps, three wins, 13 goals. Galaxy, two wins, 12 goals. Yeah, I seem to remember. Four draws. Yeah. They draw. They, that's why yeah. I sort of lean in this one and sort of say, like, a point <laughs> is probably what yeah. is going to end up happening with it. But I, I really do think that the. Mm, I really do think that the Galaxy are going to win this game, or they should they, win this they game. They definitely should win this game. I think, I think when you look at the lineup, you look at our number one lineup versus their number one lineup, they should win the game. I think if you left out, if you left Vancouver with a draw, I don't think that's disappointing. Uh, and I don't know if you have the 538 stats pulled up. I don't. But they have uh, Vancouver, 41% chance to win. Uh, Galaxy, 37% chance to win. And then 22% for a draw. But when you look at all the other matches... Most home teams have like over 50%. Right. Over, so the fact that Vancouver's as low as 41, you see the Galaxy maybe winning one or a draw probably seeming most likely. But but I think I, I would still go with the Galaxy on this. Uh, random stat of the night. And and by the way, this might like shock some people into some random stats. Uh, but the referee for the uh, for the game is oh, Baldomero Baldome- Baldome- Toledo. Um, who people tend to know, really it's, dislike. It, it's funny how referees get their, their rep- reputation. I think it was it Uncle. Uncle did the last yes. game. He doesn't seem to be on the radar, but I think after the last game, he's the, definitely, people are like, I he's don't definitely, like that guy. definitely a name we're going to remember. So, but Toledo definitely has a reputation as someone who's not favorable this will uh, be, for either team. No matter which game he's refing, it's kind of like a Mark Geiger type, someone yeah. who's just disliked universally. Well, here's, here's, the, here's the rub. This is the fifth time he's doing one of these games. The LA Galaxy 
um, have won three times, and Vancouver has won once. So go. one draw in there as well. So, oh, excuse me, that's four, and then this will yeah. be the fifth time. So that's where it is. So the Galaxy have a winning record against Vancouver with Toledo. It's one of those things that maybe it doesn't make sense. He's just disliked. Yeah. That's why I mentioned Geiger, because Geiger is someone who gets a lot of plaudits for being a good referee, but if you ask Twitter or you ask fans, you're not going to get the same response. There's nobody likes having yeah, a referee, no, right? There's the, nobody. The, does anybody actually go, no, oh, I'm so good we got that exactly. referee? The best, I, I've always mentioned this, my dad always says this, the best thing a referee can do is make you forget he was there after the game. That's always nice. That, that's that's the number one. You're never going to say, great game. You're just going to say, oh, the referee didn't make any bad calls. That's the that's the bar. The LA Galaxy last played against the Vancouver Whitecaps September 29th, a 3-0 win. Before that, it was March 24th, 2018 in Vancouver, a 0-0 draw. Um, the last time Vancouver won was in Vancouver on April 1st, 2017, uh, where Vancouver won 4-2 that particular game. So That was just, not, a, not a pretty game. No. No, um, they beat, uh, of course, July 19, 2017. The Vancouver came and beat the LA Galaxy in LA, but that was 2017. Yeah. So, uh, we got to bring up old stuff. Yeah, we'll we'll see how that goes. Uh, I know. Um, All right, that's it. Uh, LA Galaxy face off against the Vancouver Whitecaps on Friday, April 5th, 7 p.m. So, Friday night. Uh, I know there's a whole bunch of watch parties all over. Go to LA Riot Squad and uh, Angel City Brigade. Uh, They'll tell you where you can watch those. The game will be broadcast on Spectrum Sportsnet, although God only knows they could put it on a <laughs> Spectrum luck. alternate as well. So just, you know, have fun with that. All right. A guaranteed to be wrong prediction. You got one? Yeah. Uh, the Galaxy get a 3-1 win. Okay. I'm saying 2-1 win. I think it sees something very similar to Portland. Maybe they take an early two-goal lead, but then it gets squeaky there towards the end. Squeaky bum time at the end. Yep. All right, that works. Uh, that's how it goes. All right, uh, the LA Galaxy, again, traveling up to um, Vancouver, uh, and then they'll be back home next weekend um, for, uh, I don't remember who's actually it is. I think it's Philadelphia. Yeah, it is Philadelphia, and Philadelphia's been playing well, so um, we'll see. That'll be we'll an interesting see. game. Doing well in EMLS and in real life. Oh, wow. IRL. Mike Araujo just, <laughs> just swerved his car. Uh, that's how it goes. All right, Hammer, anything else uh, that you want to cover before we get out of here? Well, just before you hit the music, I just yes. want to give a shout out to the Lyman family. I know uh, there are some loyal listeners of the show. I know Big D is going through some difficult stuff right now. So just want to give him a shout out, uh, you know, from my family, from Corner of the Galaxy. We're thinking of you. You're in our thoughts, wishing for a speedy recovery uh, for you. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a uh, that's a good one, too. Um, so yeah, so uh, Dimitri, get better, buddy. I know uh, I know it hasn't been uh, been easy for you, but, uh, you know. He, he looks like he's doing pretty good. Yeah, it seems like he's on the mend. That's he a good back. thing. He bounced back. All right, yeah, Dave. We, we know you like listening to the podcast too, so hopefully we appreciate uh, it. And thoughts are with you. Yeah, we'll see you next time you get out to the uh, to the uh, the the show the <laughs> the stadium. <laughs> we'll see you. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. All right, very very good. All right, uh, let's see. If you don't have anything else, then why don't you tell people where they can find you, and we'll uh, we'll wrap this thing up, buddy. You can find me on Twitter at GIS Hammer. You can also hear me on the Guys in Shorts podcast. You can find them at Guys in Shorts Pod. They had Mike Araujo on last week, so you can hear him talk about Mike Trout and, of course, uh, some on-command goals, some LA Galaxy calls as well. You can also follow me on Instagram at The Professional Foul, which is at Galaxy Pro Foul. That's Galaxy P-R-O-F-O-U-L. All right. Always got to always spell it out, Got to spell it out. Not profile. No, profile. Profile. Professional foul. Yep. Profile. All right. Very good. If you're looking for me on Twitter, it's at Jay Gessman, J-G-U-E-S-M-A-N, and of course, at Galaxy Podcast. And please head on over to cornerofthegalaxy.com where you can find all of our shows, all of our merchandise, all that fun stuff right there for you. We're definitely going to have a whole bunch more for you. And again, Monday coming up, I think it's just me by myself. I'm in traveling in New Mexico, so I'll be doing one of my favorite hotel podcasts uh, that I do waiting for room service, I'm sure, 
as well. All right, uh, anything else? You guys know where to find us, cornerofthegalaxy.com. That's where you can get everything LA Galaxy face-off against the Vancouver Whitecaps coming up on Friday, 7 p.m. kickoff time game on Spectrum Sportsnet. All right, I think that about does it. For Eric, the Portuguese Hammer Vieira, I'm Josh Gessman. You've been listening to Corner of the Galaxy on cornerofthegalaxy.com. Have a great one, everybody. You've been listening to the Corner of the Galaxy podcast on cornerofthegalaxy.com. You can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Galaxy Podcast. And be sure to check out and subscribe to iTunes, Stitcher, and Facebook by searching for Corner of the Galaxy. And for all of your independent LA Galaxy news, discussion, and entertainment, including this podcast, head on over to cornerofthegalaxy.com. Fans, thanks for listening. We ask that you be kind and courteous to your neighbors as you leave the podcast. We thank you for joining us and look forward to seeing you again. Until then, I'm Michael Arajo, and on behalf of the entire Corner of the Galaxy crew, goodbye, everybody.